Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to the show. I'm Ben from Ben's Carts, and tonight we are going to learn what how to do what your mama told you never to do. We are going to question authority. It's Sunday night, and you're listening to the all-new HDVR Hot Dogs Vendor Radio Show with Ben. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press 1 to go live and ask Ben a question. You wanted the best? You got it. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dogs Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously. Hey folks, this is Rob Harper with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Just a quick reminder that Hot Dog Vendor Radio is a live radio show. Without call-ins, there ain't no show. So hide your face, pick up your phone, and give us a call. You can use your real name, you can use your stage name, we aim to please, so we don't really care. The only stupid questions are the ones that are not asked. So dial 424-258-9364. That's 424-258-9364. Get your groove on with HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey folks and welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. I am um, checking my mic now to see if I'm at the right um, the right volume. Anyway, I want to tell you I'm going to rush through some stuff because we've got a lot to cover tonight and we possibly may have a special guest coming on. Um, I want to first go to a and read a question that was submitted to our listener feedback line. It says, Ben, I'm about to begin my business, and I had a few small questions. Do I have to wash my utensils on site in between each use, and what's the sanitized solution for washing, washing the cart or utensils? Because it has bleach, wasn't sure food handling utensils could be in bleach. Okay, well, a sanitizing solution first is just bleach water. And it's typically, I believe, and I'll have to double-check this, I think it's one tablespoon per gallon of water. And you can check that online. Um, Google is your friend. I believe that's it, though. One tablespoon per gallon makes a sanitized solution that most state health departments approve of. I haven't ever heard of one that doesn't. And, and it says that what is the sanitized solution for washing the cart? You could use a stronger sanitized solution for the cart because it wouldn't matter. But remember, bleach gets on clothes, your apron, whatever, and you've got white spots. Um, also, it says, do I have to wash my utensils on-site in between each use? Well, you do wash them on-site. I don't wash my utensils unless they get gommed up, like get crud built on them um, during the day. But if I drop the utensil, I always have a backup utensil. And that's something everybody needs to have, backup utensils. You don't want to have to stop in the middle of a lunch rush run over and start washing after you dropped it on the floor, and you don't want to do a quick job while you got people watching you wash your utensils. So the best way to handle that is to have a backup, wash it later. But no, you do not wash it in between each use because each use you're, you're taking your utensils, um, you're taking your tongs, let's say, picking up a dog, putting it on a bun, handing it to a customer. Picking up another dog, putting on a bun, handing it to the customer, and then you should have somewhere on your cart. Some people use the handle, the grill handle, um, the handles for the cart to drape the 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 thing over. I saw one vendor recently um, told me that he uses a belt with a magnet on it, and he's got um it's over his apron, and he can he can just snap on his utensils. 
to his apron. So pretty smart idea, actually. Um, hadn't heard of that before, but um, that's something you may want to try. He just glued a industrial magnet to his um, belt. Anyway, there is um, – I hope that answers your questions um, that were submitted there. We have another one, I believe – Okay, was wondering if you knew of anyone who has successfully fought the county and won for the use of chili on their hot dog cart. I won the use of cheese but not chili, so I am contacting the Board of Supervisors in my county to hopefully get the use of chili on my cart allowed. Most states that prohibit chili use on a cart, and I cover this in my first six training videos, the first little six mini-video courses that's free at LearnHotDogs.com or Ben'sCarts.com. You can... You can watch that, and you'll see what I what the solution is. It's vegetarian chili, problem solved. And the vegetarian chili, I promise you, you can't tell the difference if you buy the right kind. There's one called by a company called Chili Man's. They've won two world records for the best tasting chili, even over chili with meat. And it's because they have the perfect blend of seasonings. It's delicious. Comes in a black labeled can. You can buy that wholesale directly from the company. They'll ship it to you. Shipping is expensive. But if you can find it at your grocery store, remember we talked about this a few weeks ago. You can ask your grocery store for a discount because you're buying in bulk. And you should be using your resale certificate, your tax ID, so that you can avoid paying tax at the grocery store for items that are for resale. Because you're going to charge tax on those again. So... Um, that would solve your solution, I believe. It says, I live in El Dorado County, California. I'm going to put together a proposal for my county and was looking to reference any HDV that may have been successful in doing this already. Thanks for any information. It will help um, in getting this regulation overturned. I will post on your site my proposal. I read your book and listened to your video radio station. Thanks for all the helpful information. Well, I hadn't responded to this gentleman yet, and so his name is Brian. Brian, um, hopefully you listened to this show because um, I've provided the answer. If I didn't provide a good enough answer, let me know, and I'll try to extrapolate something out um, that's more thorough. But I hope that helps. Okay, next, 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 next. Um, good grief. Let's see. I've got, um, I'm going to take off this hat because I can't hear everything through the speakers for whatever reason. Anyway, um, I think I've got everybody here. I have, um, let's see, Jason, how are you? Hi. Welcome to the show. What's going on? I'm surprised you make it every every Sunday evening. You work all day Sunday. That's close. I'm born. Stop trying to get a drink and come sit down. Holy cow! Well, it's a good thing we don't have smell o vision. Oh no, no, it's a very good thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying was at the commissary. You know, we're just expanding the three more rooms over there, and uh, wow. You know, painting walls, floors, putting up shelves, you know. Doesn't that, man? <laughs> um, here's another question I just got right before the show, and, and I'm going to go ahead and answer it. It says, I had a question about cart setup. I used the big dog. What do you think about boiling a batch of dogs in the half-size boiling 
pan and then transferring to the third size pan with a false perforated bottom to steam dogs continuously after they're done. Um, I actually show that exact way on my free training videos. So that would work. Yes, definitely will work. I already use the... Yeah, I have videos. Um, you mean I didn't have to stumble through this? Yeah, I just, I just, uh, I just started doing it the day before yesterday. Uh, all right, I'm supposed to Because I've read all your books, you know. Yeah, I already use the other side of the cart for steaming chili cheese sauce, my sauerkraut, and don't have room for extra dogs right now. I use the third size pan to separate the cooked dogs and new batch, blah blah blah. But both contain the hot water. Do you carry a false bottom perforated pan that I can purchase? No, um, but I do tell you where you can buy those. Um, over at learnhotdogs.com forward slash resources or any pages on, on any page on learnhotdogs.com. On the right-hand side, you will see a box that says resources, vendor resources. Click on it, and it will give you links to buying those. I would sell those if I could buy them cheap enough to, to save you money. But if I can't, I tell you where to buy them. Anyway, um, hope that helps um, and, and solves the problem for you. I'm going to put, I'm going to reply to this just answered on HDVR show live. Anyway, um, let's see. Jason, you sent me some stuff here. Um, you have to forgive me, Jason. This has been an um, unbelievable um, week. Holy cow, I love these pictures. Um, Jason sent me over some pictures of this event he did. Looks like a car show, a vet show maybe? No, uh, that was Camaro. Honda cars, Ferrari, Lamborghinis. Oh Camaro. my gosh! Oh, I'd love to have that. I hate that everybody can't see this, and I can show you in in a little bit. But um, there's a tattoo of a skull that is sexy as hell. I want that tattoo. Right there, there's the outline. Four and a half hours. Oh, you're doing it? Yeah, that's mine right here. Oh. What's the outline? Holy cow! Let me um, let me pull this up for people real quick. Um, this only takes a second. Y'all bear with me. Hour and forty five minutes sleep, and uh, on the table there getting that done. <laughs> All right, folks, um, you should be able to see this on your screen right now. That is the tattoo that um, that Jason's getting. Show us the outline again, Jason. It's gonna be upside down here. Oh wow! Wow. That is going to be sexy. Um, I, I saw the picture and thought tattoo before I saw your the drawing, the yeah. line drawing. What a fantastic way to go. Um, anyway, we are um, we're live. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You're welcome to call into the show tonight. Um, last night I pissed some people off because I didn't go back to the. I I, I didn't remember to go back and check the calls that were waiting. And somebody, uh, well, not somebody, two somebody sent me an email and said I waited for 30-something minutes, and, and I apologize. That wasn't my goal. I know that we talked to Michael Wood, and then I, I got distracted or something and was over on the screen that does the, the sound and video and, and never went back and saw that I had calls. So I apologize for those people that waited for nothing. Well, doctors pay. Don't worry. Well, okay. I, I still get asked, but some people – you know, come to the show and, and wanted to, to share something, and I apologize. That's what it's about. That's what the show's about. And, and yeah, and I, I just apologize. I think, though, at the beginning of that show, we had like 11 callers on hold. And, yeah. and so 
I just, it was my screw-up, and I apologize. Oh, I will beat you. Yeah, dog my pay. Um, anyway, we have, um, Jason, I don't know what else you sent me here. I'm looking. Um, some pictures. We got to uh, give the guy's phone number for tonight. No. Um, where, is, in my email? Yeah. Something you just sent? Nah, this was the other night. Oh, man. Food truck's in. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I'm not seeing anything. Um, I mean, do you know how many shows, how many emails I get? Wait, um, you get food, too? food trucks. Okay, I got you. I just did a search for food trucks, and it pulled it up. All right. And there's a a guy we're supposed to call. Um, An app I've been using. This uh, gentleman came up with really cool app and you sign into it and um you can preload it like tuesday i'm out at uh industrial park and it's in there an hour before we start it sends out a tweet and people sign up to this they can type in what area they're in and see what trucks are serving where and then it you know basically gives you a, a nice little way to to get out there and we, we got a bunch of people from it so uh you know he's a big cat and i figured maybe we'd bring him on talk to him for a minute Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take a call so I don't miss anybody tonight. Area code 325, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hey, Ben, how's it going? This is Fireman Jake calling from Abilene, Texas. Man, you know what? Everybody bragged up your logo. That was one sexy, sexy logo, Jake. (laughs) I'm glad you liked it. I I have to give credit, though. My mom owns a bakery, and she's the one that went with that artist and got her caricature done, so... I went with it, man, and that's what I was calling in to talk about is just the creation of the logo and how it just took off, um, one, with the logo, and two, with the Facebook page. I mean, that just jump-started my business like crazy when I got those two things together. Yeah, that was unbelievable. I'm going to pull that up for people that that haven't seen it. I'm going to try to pull it up. Um, Let me see if I can do this. But anyway, go ahead and talk while I get this ready. Okay. Well, um, I guess nobody really knows me, but, um, you know, I started this business, and and I wasn't a big fan of social media or anything like that, Um, and I was just kind of winging it and going along with it. I had a Facebook page for my business, but I wasn't updating it, and I wasn't keeping up with it, wasn't posting pictures or anything. And then when I got my logo made, I went on there, put the logo on the Facebook, and then just started working that Facebook page. And I watched my business go from just, you know, kind of half-hearted business, and it just took off. Um, I had people following me on Facebook. I was posting where I was going to be. And then I started finding out that people were driving across town just to go to my car, just to get some food. And and, um, I haven't worked any day events. I usually work night events at the bar. But even people who weren't going to the bar, they were coming out there just to get hot dogs. And that was because I posted it on Facebook. Um, and so I work at a bar that does a lot of big concerts and, you know, different different concerts and stuff. And actually Skid Row had come out, and they said that they had heard about me from Austin, about my hot dogs from Austin, and they were already following me on Facebook by the time they got there. So I've had, you know, a few big bands that are following me and people looking out for me to be in where I am. It's what? really taken off. I was just going to tell everybody, I mean, you know, if you're not working the social media aspect, you've got to learn quick and get on it. 
Well, I love the artist who did the work. It is incredible work because it's almost um, 3D-ish looking, or 2D maybe it's called. Um, I'm, in, I'm in the mountains, so you have to excuse my um, vocabulary. But <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the, I, I sit so close to the Appalachians. The, it's amazing that I can even talk in sentences. But I, I noticed <laughs> that you have the big dog. He put the condiments on there, the Heinz ketchup, you with tongs. The the big head, which I love, the caricature. <laughs> yeah, format. he did but a really good job at it. Excellent job. Um, and maybe if you if you think that artist wants more work, you could share the link over on our Facebook. Yeah, that's, I'll talk to him about it, and um, I'll I'll share the information with it because I mean it really does. It kind of fits the hot dog vendor style, at least for me. You know. Each person has to find their style and what they've got. I know, you know, some people have really good sense of humor and they can work the humor to their to their benefit, and some people, you know, just out there to sell hot dogs. But that logo fit my personality, personality. and fit the personality that I want for my cart. And I know it sounds weird, but a few marketing classes that I've taken, um, I've learned that you kind of want to sit there and come up with a name for your cart. Name your cart after a celebrity that you like their personality. It sounds weird, but it really does get you in the mindset of how you want your personality to be marketed on your cart. And after that, all of my, um, you know, kind of all of my marketing after that with the signs and, and, you know, the decals and my Facebook page, it's all kind of gone that way. For me, I mean, being, you know, a firefighter and everything, of course I went with Dennis Leary, and my cart has kind of a smart aleck sense of humor with it. And so that's how my Facebook page goes. And, you know, I update stuff like, well, if you find yourself at home sitting there bored, wanting to listen to rock music and come out and eat a delicious hot dog, well, then you should come out here, you know, that kind of stuff. Give your cart that's and your smart. business a personality. Now, are you still doing – are you still a firefighter, Jake? Yes, yes, I'm a firefighter. I do the cart part-time. Wow, that is impressive. The the logo is brilliant. You're in your fireman's outfit, um, badge and all. Um, what a fantastic job they did. I'm glad that you shared that with everybody, give people ideas. And and what a brilliant marketing thing. I mean, Jason, I tell you, Jason talks a lot about marketing, 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 and this is catchy. This sets you apart from others. Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed looking at Jason's Facebook page and, and just kind of following his stuff and looking at it. He's really good at the marketing aspect of it. And, you know, I mean, it's just uh, – and another one I look at is O'Doggies, you know. Um, oh, yeah. He, he does really, really good at his. I mean, he's, he's fantastic. Both those guys are geniuses with their marketing. And so my advice to everybody is look at people who are successful in the business and go with it. You know, you use your cartoon drawings of, uh, you know, of you selling your, your stuff for your hot dog cart. And I kind of yep. took that idea kind of went with some other stuff and just ran with it. Well, it's a fantastic job, Jake. I appreciate you sharing, and I hope you'll update us as you go. And if you find out if that artist um, is interested in additional work, you ought to let me know, and I'll post it up. I will. I'll ask him, and then I'll send you the information. Thanks a bunch. I'll put it in the resources page. That way people can contact them directly. Good. All right. Thanks, Ben. You all have a good night. You too, Jake. Thank you. Have a good night, Jake. I love freaking firemen. Um, firemen, police officers, um, rescue workers, teachers are the un- most underpaid segment of society and and some of the most important people in society. It's amazing to me. Um, people risk their lives to for, for no benefit. There's no monetary benefit, really. And th- they could go work at Hardee's and make as much. 
and here he is doing a part-time job to supplement his income and and all the while helping all of us out. So fantastic job. I, I thank all our firefighters and, and Jake. Um, we have – I need to go through this stuff um, that that I've got here um, tonight. I told you that I was going to teach you um, – how to um, do exactly the opposite of what your mom told you to do, which is question authority. Um, you've heard me say it before. I have a video and a, a, an article, a blog article, called If Their Lips Are Moving, They're Lying. You can find that at learnhotdogs.com forward slash liar. But this week, I have been inundated. I'm talking inundated. I think everybody and their brother ran into some, um, and excuse my, my language, batshit crazy, um, health inspector who told them something ridiculous. Most of us have grown up believing that we must not question authority. After all, they are adults and we are but stupid children. Later in life, some of us break free from those shackles and others, well, not so much. This week I've been told these things, and these are specific. I wrote them down as I got them. Um, from from people that are trying, attempting to start their own hot dog cart. Here's the first one. You can vend anywhere as long as you have the owner's permission, but it can't be within 300 feet of another eating establishment. Okay, I want you to, to realize something here. Uh, one, that would be illegal for a city. That would violate your constitutional rights, your right to work. If you're on private property, let's say the Pizza Hut, property owner says, yeah, you can set your cart out in front of me, but Domino's two doors down gets pissed off. Or the health department says, no, you can't have your cart there because it's within 300 foot of another business. Well, what about a mall? I mean, a food court would violate their own rule there. It 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 is just asinine to me that these cities have have created rules that Put limits on your ability to to operate, to function a legal business. Well, most of the time, it's horseshit. Most of the time, you can go directly to the city attorney and go, uh, can I see a copy of this ruling and and get it resolved? Because most of the time, the ruling isn't even there. But in the event that it is there, it can be overturned. Jason experienced this recently with the city. Jason, you want to share that real quick? I know you did it before, but just as well, it's the subject for tonight. Yeah, they told me they give me a five-month permit. Their paperwork actually stated the six. And, uh, you know, I went up against them with IJ, beat them with uh, case law. I mean, I just had it this week where with the farmer's market. The pizza shop next door is freaking out. Towed a car last week that belonged to one of their customers that came to the market. You know, Township guy, the manager comes down, so we want to move the market. Yeah, nice, not doing it. And uh, I proceeded to tell him the guy's parking signs were legal. He told me no, they weren't. I gave him chapter and verse. By the next day at two o'clock, they were changed. Now, pizza shop has a retired state trooper guarding the parking lot. <laughs> so we did those pictures I sent you. I yeah. did a Facebook post to kind of poke fun at that pizza shop owner, held up big yellow poster board. Park here, good, with a smiley face. Don't park here, bad, with a frowny face. And I stood in front of his shop with the thumb down and, you know, put that all over Facebook. Good for you. 
then I hung them with this, you know, social media, man. I got letters and all kinds of stuff, people complaining about and cursing and screaming and took that to the township. I said, well, here you go. Here's the other side of the story. I put about 10 pages down in front of the township manager. There you go. But now I told him I'm not moving. Forget it. That's unreal that they would do that. I'm going to. pictures are in the email. If you yeah, want to show them those. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up now. I have to download them, then I have to share them, and blah, blah. I, I always question. All right, here's the picture Jason was just talking about. This is don't park here, bad sign. See the pizza shop in the background? My yeah. watch just to the left. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, my gosh. It, it, it's unreal what people will do. They're so scared of competition. And what happens, this is called crony capitalism. It's where a rich business owner has some pull with the lawmakers in the city, and he says, hey, let's make a rule where, you know, hot dog carts, they bring about a bad, you know, a bad aura, and we want to prevent those. And so what they'll do is create rules or city ordinances against them. Well, it turns out they're illegal. They're against your federal right to work, your bill of rights, your your right to work. And... Now, that doesn't mean you can open a meth shop up in the local strip mall because it has to be a legal business. But they can't make a legal business an illegal business for the benefit of protecting other businesses. That's illegal. So um, keep that in mind. I'm going to continue on here. Let's see. We've got um, got to cut this out. By the way, I'm wearing tonight, um, and I don't know if you can see this, I'll stand up. Hot Dog Mafia shirt. Um, I, I've worn the hot dog shirt in the past as well. It just says hot dogs. It's a sexy shirt. And you can only get them one place, and that is from an, an ex-vendor, friend of mine, Renee Garrison out of South Carolina, fantastic lady, and has um, retired military that make these shirts. Um, and so you're supporting your um, vet's, and you're helping um, a an ex-vendor um, make a living. And I think it's awesome. If you're interested in the shirts, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts. And right on that page, you will find the, the links and the pictures to these. You can buy, I believe, two shirts for 40 bucks. I think it is. Include shipping and handling. They have a hot dog keychain now, but you will also get a my course, my A to Z course, for ninety. That's ninety five dollars. You'll get it for free when you purchase the shirts. Um, because got courses now too. Yeah, I've got courses now too. It's amazing. I just started that yesterday. Beaver the past couple days. <laughs> I've been busy, 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 busy. I want to play something for you here. Um, this is about the A to Z course. Hey, Ben, I was just going to let you know that uh, the A to Z course is huge, man. Uh, probably just, I'm going to save the money I spent on it, just getting free or discounted hot dogs and water. So uh, thanks again for all the information and everything on the site. It's uh, working out great. That was one of the um, customer feedbacks we got. If you go over to learnhotdogs.com forward slash feedback or anywhere on the website, you'll see on the left-hand side this little box pops up and annoys you and says, hey, you can leave feedback, ask Ben a question, whatever. And that's where he did that. Um, Also, um, 
for a limited time, I've been giving away. I told you about this last week. A my my tips and tricks on getting free water and free hot dogs. That's on our Facebook. It's also at learnhotdogs.com and one of the blog articles. But the most recent, most exciting thing I've done, and I promise I'll get back to this if their lips are moving, their line issue. But I have teamed up with Michael Wood and Doug's Dogs and created some videos, a video course, where you get to follow a professional veteran vendor around and see just how it's done. You get to see every aspect of the business done. You get to see him storage. You'll get to see him um, loading up. You'll get to see how tips and tricks, how he does things. You'll get to see every single step of the way. You'll get to see him working the cart. You'll get to see him serving, setting up, prepping the cart, everything. I've been asked for this hundreds of times, and I've yet to do it. Finally, it's coming out. You can pre-order right now for over 50% off. You can find that on our Facebook at, or at learnhotdogs.com. You can pre-order it right now through the 5th and save over 50%. If you're interested, just check it out. There's some video highlights that show you what you're going to be getting. Check it out and see if it's something you'd be interested in. Obviously, if you're already vending, you may not want it. There'd probably be no need. I mean, you may pick up some other tips and tricks, but um, mostly for the people that are just starting out or haven't started yet, and you want to see what a real vendor does. This is like shadowing, sitting on the shoulder of a vendor all day, narrated out where you can see, why is he doing it this way? Oh, he does it this way because his five years of experience and all his combined years of experience of other vendors tell him to do it this way, and he tells you why. It's just brilliant, so check that out. Back to what I was talking about, about telling your mom that she was wrong, about questioning authority. Um, this was the second one I got this week. It said, you must have your entire cart covered from front to back with something. So I can now serve, well, my response was, basically, the, the, this health inspector wanted him to cover the cart from the very back to the very front, all sides and top, essentially turning it into an enclosed cart. So I told him to ask her. I said, ask her then, does that mean now he's got an enclosed cart, he can serve anything he wants? He has no restrictions now, right? Because you've just enforced him enclose the cart. So it's not a push cart anymore. It's not an open cart anymore. It's just as good as having a concession trailer, concession stand. So um, the bottom line is this vendor called me back and said, um, yeah, that worked. Um, that wasn't in the rules. So when he asked this lady to show him the rules, and it wasn't like she intentionally lied. She just thought it was that way. And sometimes they, they, they misinterpret their own state codes. So, or they've been told by another inspector, so they think this is how it is. And they didn't have enough forethought to look into the own, their own rules that they're trying to enforce. Most of them are so busy worrying about, okay, the temperature in the center is this degree. And does he have sanitizing solution in the sink? And is it the correct amount of sanitized solution? And she puts the chlorine strip in. Bottom line is, is it's it's not I can't really bash them all because some of it's just inherited bullshit. They they learned something or thought they 
they understood something because somebody else told them something. It's indoctrinated, basically. Um, so, solution, again, is to go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash liar and read that article. It's a harsh article, but it, it will tell you what to do for these issues. But I'm telling you tonight as well. You go ask for the proof. Show me the evidence. Where is it in the code? Could you send over a copy of the code? Where exactly is it in the code? I had a vendor call me and go, oh, my gosh, they sent me the code. And it, it's such a big PDF, I'll never make it through it. Well, first, let me give you a tip. You can search a PDF. Google the, the command keys on your computer. They're shortcut keys to be able to open a search. Then you can search a specific word in an entire document all at once. The second thing is, is you can ask them, listen, this thing's 700, 977 pages long. Can you tell me which section or which page the ordinance that you stated is there is there? Where is it? That's what you can do. That solves the problem. Most of the time, most of the time, when I get these calls, I get the call back later. Yeah, it wasn't in there. She was wrong. He was wrong. Whatever. It's usually that. This is the third one I got this week. Your steam table must be covered with a clear shield. Really? It's got to be clear? It can't be um, solid? Wait a I don't think you put one of the clear Lexan ones over there to melt. Well, some of them do. Some of them do. They do make Lexan that is, you know, heat heat protected up to 600 and something degrees. But the, the issue is, is you just created a Petri dish that even the FDA, Chapter 4, says they do not want on a cart. That is not food safe. You've created a, a Petri dish. But I will tell you there's one state that I know of, one state that does require that stupid crap, and that state is South Carolina. And some inspectors know that it's crap and don't require it. Some inspectors will require you have it. But the bottom line is, ask for proof. Have them show you the proof. Where does it say this? Why does it have to be clear? Does it say that it has to be clear, or is that your understanding? Why can't I use a stainless steel flip-top or a roll-top or a Schaefer roll-top? Number four was, your cart can't be more than 28 inches wide. What? What, what do you mean my cart can't be more than 28 inches wide? Well, this was actually in the code. So, so when this vendor called and found out that it was in the code, he called me back and he said, they told me it was in the code and here's what it says. And he read it to me and I said, okay, but what is this pertaining to? You know, what, what are you talking about? Well, right above it, it says that if you are working on public sidewalks, that your cart can't exceed 28 inches wide so that people can pass. But he had no intention of working on a sidewalk, so the code doesn't apply to him. It's not just a generic code, but the way it was told to him when he talked to her and showed her his, his schematics, she goes, no, this would never be approved. It's too wide. Your cart's 54 inches wide, and you've got to be 28 or less. And he thought he was done. He thought it was over. Luckily, he called me, and I told him to call her back, get a copy of the code, see what it says. Turns out it didn't say that. It only says that in relation to working on a sidewalk, which makes sense. A lot of states do that kind of stuff, um, or a lot of cities. 
They don't want something nine foot wide on a on a ten foot wide sidewalk. Number five, you must have sinks on the cart large enough to fully submerge the largest pan in use. Okay, now I want you to follow this, and I answer this at benscarts.com, too, in the questions section. These are common questions I get related to buying a cart. People will call me or they submit plans. I've got a button for custom carts and go, how much for this cart? I need, and by the way, I need my sinks to be large enough to submerge the largest pan, and there's got to be three of them. Okay, well, the largest pan is 12 by 20. That's your spillage pan or any full-size pan. It's 12 by 20. Okay, so we need a cart that is five foot, three inches long in sinks. So really, you don't want a hot dog cart. You want a sink cart. Well, turns out in all states where this is a requirement, it's not really a requirement. It's a requirement for concession stands and restaurants. And sometimes it's not even a requirement for concession trailers. So five foot three inches, basically what I did is took your your 20-inch long pan, and you have to add the inch in between each one. So you end up with five foot three inches of sinks. That car would look ridiculous. Um, and so now you've got a sink cart, and it also serves hot dogs. But its main function is a sink. The bottom line is 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 when this was a lady that called me this week, but I've gotten this one enough that it's made my top questions over at uh, at com. If if you will ask them, okay, but the biggest sink is twelve by twenty. I'd have to have five feet of sinks and. I don't think I think I'm supposed to have a commissary. Now, some states will allow you to avoid a commissary if you have that many sinks. But I want you to understand something. If you read further in the code, which I have, in these states that require big sinks so that you can avoid a commissary. Your cart basically serves as your commissary. You've now got to have water to be able to fill those sinks. Okay, water weighs roughly eight pounds a gallon. You're going to need about 40 gallons. That's 320 pounds of water on the cart just to fill the sinks. You, You can't do it. You can't do it. It just doesn't make sense now. Now you need a concession trailer dual axle preferably, or a concession truck. Now you're getting into, you're like a restaurant on wheels and a commercial kitchen, which it's easier to get a commissary, right, Jason? Wouldn't you get a commissary? (laughs) So bottom line is always check. Now this one didn't come from this week, but I wrote it down anyway because I wanted to share it with everybody, and, and those who have listened to the show for a while know what this is. It, or I've heard this before. You must have netting from the umbrella down to the ground. Okay, this vendor was in Georgia, called me and said, yeah, they want me to put netting over the umbrella all the way to the ground around the cart that keeps mosquitoes and bugs out. Wrong. Show me the code. It wasn't in the code. It's not there. It's bullcrap. Um, folks, I want to tell you, um, you can, um, 
if you ever miss a show, you can always go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Ben's Carts. You can go to streetfoodvendor.tv, and for the week afterwards, that show will be there. You can watch it live, or watch it, or replay. Um, but only for a week. But for life, forever, you can go to learnhotdogs.com, find the article for that show, or search it with the search box if there's a topic you want or interested in or learning about. And that show video and that show audio will be there with show notes. That's the way to get the information. If you want to make this work, if you want to really make this work, and you want to be successful, and not just successful, get by successful. Jason Brown successful. Love Hot Dogs successful. Corey Lawrence successful. Uh, Michael Wood successful. And I can name, keep naming them. The bottom line is you have to do your due diligence. You have to do your due diligence, and you have to take advantage of the information that's here. There's information that is Jason has shared that is invaluable, that, that would not have come another way. Corey Lawrence, Michael Wood, tons of vendors, Rob. There's gobs of vendors that have shared over the years. Well, these vendors have learned also from other vendors, friends and stuff, plus their own experiences. So you've got literally thousands of years of experience if you combined them. And you have access to it for free. How do you... How do you avoid that? How do you not take advantage of that? There's a lot of vendors that don't. They jump over dollars to pick up dimes. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. I, I, I mean, you, you see the people that sell a, a used cart on the site. They'll, put, they'll go to learnhotdogs.com and they'll sell their cart. They're done with it. Well, not all of them are this case, but some of them are like, yeah, I tried that hot dog thing. That thing it just doesn't work. I was... I I swear to God, I had that hot dog cart in my garage for two months and never made me a dime. And it's just just pure laziness. Now, not everybody's selling a used cart, because I've got people that have sold used carts just to buy them a better one or a newer one. But the point is, is that there is no excuse. There is no luck involved. There is no... there. This isn't about luck or, oh, it's a lottery-type deal, and hopefully I'll be lucky enough to be like Jason. Jason puts in 60, 70 hours a week at least, and but he's doing it intentionally. He's not doing it to break even. He's not doing it to – Corey Lawrence isn't doing it so he can just get by. They're planning for the future. He's got a slew of carts. Both of them have multiple carts running, and, you know, Corey just opened a freaking um, – Brick and mortar restaurant. Hot dog. Yeah. So there is nothing preventing you, nothing standing in your way. It's air and opportunity, the only thing in between you and success. It's that. It's, it comes down to that. I'm going to take a break um, and try to call a um, somebody that we have as guest. But um, hopefully, hopefully we have. Um, do what? Call him Dion Warwick, a psychic. Yeah, but I, I've got some callers waiting on the line too, um, so I may need to get to them first, and then we'll we'll flip over and and call um, call our guest. Hold on just a second. Area code seven zero seven. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hello. You, hello, you're live. Hey, sorry about that. No problem. I. Uh... I had a question. It's actually two questions. 
one, I'm, I'm thinking about building a cart, and I have a Cushman three-wheeled cart. It's a little three-cylinder, three uh, little motorized, you know, cart that you use for meter maids. Right. And I wasn't sure if if I built the cart on that, if it converts it from, you know, different health code rules, I guess. Because um, I want to... Most states will allow it. I will tell you that that the the usability, the functionableness of it may be limited. I've I've done some. I had a gentleman ship his cart to me from Canada, a Cushman cart, and we built this sexy, sexy hot dog rig on it. <laughs> the problem is it's not very you know, he couldn't because it was a motorized vehicle, he couldn't take it in town and at the city park. They don't allow motorized vehicles in the city park. Can't be on the sidewalk, he, can't be on the roads, doesn't go fast enough. Yeah, all kinds of stuff it, to look at. It limited in so many ways, he just said, the heck with it, and actually took off our modification and put that on a trailer. Really? Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to discourage you because they're sexy. <laughs> it, it, it is cool. But, yeah. but the reason you don't see it a lot is not because it's financially limiting. It's it's because it's not as easy to work with. I see. Yeah, I mean, we, we plan to just kind of park it alongside the road, um, like downtown where we live. I mean, we live in a city with 100-plus thousand people, so I figured that's kind of how we were going to operate. But it makes sense that we couldn't, we would be limited to just the roads pretty much oh i've i'm telling you i've seen vendors do this with um with i think it's dream makers that build a sexy one on a, a motorcycle a trike no uh, that was uh car concepts John, car- uh, is who did that okay did on harley fatboy right but i i don't know the vendor but i bet you money it's not being used hmm. well that was that chick that was a girl but uh, either way, I still bet you money it's not being used. Not right. like not like it was intended. Um, it may be something you could take to special events. Those are great things to have once you have a lot of money and you have the you want to do a catering job and pull up on a trike or pull up on that Cushman. Cushmans are sexy. I mean that that is an amazing vehicle. Yeah. To put, to put a part on, it's just it wouldn't be my first way to go. I see. No, this is first. What was that? I'm sorry. Is this your first cart, or do you have another cart? Yeah, this will be our first one, um, and we're we're kind of kicking around buying. There's this guy that has a a nice cart that he used once for an event, and he's selling it for like half the price. He just wants to get rid of it. So, in the dimensions would fit on the Cushman, uh, and I was thinking it just bolts to the frame that it's on right now, so, I mean, it seems like it would be a lot of work to transfer it each time, but we could potentially have it on the Cushman when we want, and then we can transfer it back to the trailer if we feel like it, and the Cushman actually does have a, uh, like a half-inch ball so that we can right. actually tow with the Cushman. 
So, but uh, the biggest reason for the Cushman is it's unique. You don't see them, uh, especially in our city. I've, I haven't seen one. So it's just the, the appeal of something cool could hopefully bring potential uh, customers. I, so. I think that it, it, as long as you could make it portable enough to take it on and off and use it both ways so that you had the versatility, I don't think you yeah. have any problem that way. But I wouldn't make it an exclusive Cushman cart. Okay. Yeah, no, that helps. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. We're just, right now we're in the phase of, you know, building the business plan. So I want to do it without just jumping right into it. I want to, you know, try and get something developed before we we invest a lot of money. Right, right. So, I understand. I, I, I would spend the least amount at, in the beginning. If you found a good deal, take advantage of that, but make sure that it fits the need, and I would check with your city ordinances, find out where and when you can use it and how you can use it. Um, not only with your health department, your health department really doesn't care about the mechanism that gets it to and from. So they really don't care that it's on a Cushman. Okay. They do care, typically. Um, the city may care. The city may say, yeah, that's cool and all, but uh, you can't have it in a parking lot or you can't have it in a such and such. Yeah. Okay, and I guess the other thing in my area, they require a refrigerator, and I've noticed that it's uh, it's really tough to find a cart with a refrigerator that's commercial approved. Um, commercial approved so carts are almost impossible, as far as commercially approved refrigerators are almost impossible in the size that you the, the size restricts it finding them. There's wine mm-hmm. coolers and stuff that are NSF approved. That, that you could, or UL approved under the food code, where you could get um, and carry with you, I would first ask to see the code to see where it says you have to have that. And does it have to be attached to the cart? Can it be separate from the cart? Mm-hmm. I would check those things. Okay. Before I um, invest the money. Yeah, I appreciate that information. Um, my My last question, which was actually... About soda, um, how often do you see like two or three fountainheads on a, a hot dog cart? It's uh, rare. I've seen a cold plate system. You can like sub- submerge into ice in like a ice chest, I guess. Um, That's a bar system, but you know you're talking about needing a lot of water for the post mix. You know, ice continually draining, bigger tanks. I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend that. Not to mention, have you ever cleaned the bag in the box system? Yeah, the bag in the box system are a maintenance nightmare. Nightmare. There, um, this one we were looking at was actually something. It was like a tabletop unit, and I think uh-huh. you fill it from the top. You fill it with like you keep it like a gallon jug of the syrup. And you pour it into the top of the container. If I'm not What's mistaken, that? I wouldn't do it. No, um, no. I, it sounds cool. If you were in a, a concession trailer, I would mm-hmm. probably tell you to steer steer away from it unless you had the volume to warrant the nightmare that is fountain machines. <laughs> okay, they're expensive. Yeah, they are a maintenance headache. Yep. 
Especially if you're not doing the volume out of them. Yeah. And, I mean, Pepsi will give you one. Pepsi, you can call Pepsi distributor up and say, hey, I'm opening this. I expect this much volume. The salesman at his own discretion can say, yes, that's enough volume to warrant a free one. We'll come install it, and we'll even maintenance it. We'll do the maintenance. But they'll give you a book this thick on how to clean it and keep it free of crap. And then your health department, some some health departments will forbid you from using an open fountain or a fountain machine on an open cart. Here, I see. Now, Pepsi's doing a deal right now with Cisco and those guys, and you know, yeah. I, I just why would you want to go with fountain on a cart? I know there's more profit, but find a different profit center. Find something. Find sunglasses to make up for that. <laughs> well, I was. I saw your free um, ways of getting free bottled water and hot dogs, and I guess I was thinking how cool it would be to, instead of um, labeling the right. the, water. Uh, the water, I would get cups labeled. So that way, you know, I could potentially cover the cost of all the syrup and whatnot. Right. Well, um, it's a smart it's a smart thought, but I just. <laughs> I, I wouldn't advise it. The headache you're going to find with fountain drinks isn't worth the effort unless you're unless they're taking care of it. You're a big store. You can get you a 24-head fountain machine, and they'll take care of it. It's still a maintenance nightmare. It's a freaking cleaning. They're horrid. They're like deep fryers. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know I've I've read a little bit of that online. So it, it it makes sense, and I again we're just you know we're playing around. It's kind of the the fun part where there's not a whole lot of hard work yet. Um, it's just a, a planning stage. We were well, also I'm, kicking around. You're the, doing it the right way. You're thinking outside the box, but um, you're you're asking the right question. So I wouldn't fault you. Okay, and I, I'm sorry to take up so much of your time. Um, you're fine. But That's before I here. go, <laughs> well, I really appreciate your your free information on your site. I mean, it really um, it really helps get people motivated. To be honest, it's it's a good thing. I'm a huge business advocate. I own a couple other businesses myself, so it's uh, you know it's just great information. Um, so I, I really do appreciate it. You bet. Anytime. I appreciate you for the thanks, and it's why I do it. It's what I live for. I get up in the mornings, and I, and I and I answer phone calls and emails all day from people like you, and that's what I love. I love it. Yeah. Well, like I said, I appreciate the information, um, and I guess I'll uh, go back to the drawing board a little bit and think of it more about the Christmas. Yep. Remember, remember, keep it simple, stupid method. I think Jason shared that with the kiss method. Um, at first, yeah. try to keep it simple, and then expand. All these ideas don't go away. Write them down and do them later mm-hmm. as you grow. But don't try to take on, um, don't go outside the box too much in the beginning, other than maybe marketing. I wouldn't change okay. the, a system that works. You know, the if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of mentality. Yeah. And and what we're talking about works with the least amount of okay. headaches and the highest profit. Yeah, no, I mean it makes sense. We're, uh, I mean, right now we're in a good position 
just my city alone, like I said, over 100,000, and there's no hot dog vendors at all. Wow. So we've just got to really <laughs> figure out how we want to attack it, and I'm sure we'll we'll be, you know, on the on the good side. So. Well, but, I appreciate yeah. you calling in. Feel free to call back anytime. All right, thank you. You guys have a good night. You too. See you. Bye. All right, um, Jason. What is the odds of getting um, is calling him next week? Is that? There we go. Okay. Um, last caller tonight. We have um, four minutes left. Uh, Mister um, Wrong One. Let's see. Did I lose him? I lost him. Um, I thought I had him on here. M- Michael Woods was on. Maybe he's still there. I don't know. Let me try this. Hello, can you hear me? Hey, Ben. Hey, Michael Wood. It, your number disappeared. It just said unknown. And so I don't know. I well, didn't I've know. been unknown for years. <laughs> well, one of the I, things I, that you go ahead. One of the things that you left out, and all this things you've been talking about, people uh, dealing with the city and the counties and the health departments and all them is. There's a, a little hidden secret called a variance. You can ask for a variance, or even if it's a written rule or a written regulation, and get around the regulations that way. Um, I know that can be done because I've done it. And um, that, it, I'm so, glad I'm glad you brought that up. I know you brought this up on a show about a year ago, but you're exactly right, folks. He's talking about a variance. And you just go to your city lawmakers, the city council or city commission, and you ask for a variance, which means a exception to the rule. And one other thing, uh, the other guy that just called about the, having the Cushman bike or trike or whatever you call those things, I, we have them down here, but uh, most of them put uh, hot dog carts on uh, golf carts. And um, there's actually a a golf cart company here that actually has about 10 of them uh, sitting in their lot. But uh, the problem with that is the main reason is transportation of getting the vehicle from point A to point B because you got to have a separate trailer. If you can get one that's street legal like a Cushman or something like that, I think you would come out better having just pulling the hot dog cart behind it if you, you know, were dead set against or dead set to have a Cushman cart, you could park the cart in front of the hot dog cart or, you know, out on the street while you're on the sidewalk and people could see that and then they'd see your hot dog cart and, you know, make it a win-win situation. The other issue that you got with that same thing is all your extra supplies that you got to take with you, uh, your right. coolers and all that stuff so you know you've got to have a place for all that uh, and the last thing that he said was about the uh, fountain drinks uh, the issue with that and I don't know about it in every state but in Georgia is having clean ice uh, you can have a cooler with drinks in it with canned drinks and it's not considered clean ice it's right. ice and it's in a cooler and you could probably pull it out and eat it and nobody would ever say a word but by health department standards, you've got to have clean ice, which means it's in a cooler that has nothing else in it but the ice. Right. And uh, so that you know, that's one other issue with that. Um, 
other than that, I guess that's about all I had to say. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate give out. I appreciate it, Michael. I'm sorry you had to wait so long. Um, Jason, no, um, right. tell us again what we can look forward to next week. I'm talking with Eric from uh, foodtrucksin.com. Food Trucks In. Food, that's F-O-O-D-T-R-U-C-K-S-I-N. Foodtrucksin.com. And and they basically help you promote the fact that you're here, here. Yeah, I mean, um, you can check in at the time of the event, or you can program it ahead of time, and then you can set the tweets to go out an hour or right at time. Or, you know, it's kind of like Hootsuite. But, uh, you know, they're also doing jobs once you register with them for free. I've gotten, I think, three job referrals from them. Wow. So, I mean, and we've only been on it less than a month. Wow. Well, folks, we'll, we'll, um, we'll have that up and, enter, and talk to um, the, the big wig over there at uh, Food Trucks Inn next week on the show. We'll try to get him on at the beginning of the show so we don't run out of time. I thank everybody for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Michael. Have a good one, guys. All right, y'all have a good Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the Hot Dog Answer Man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.